Hello and welcome to another episode of Going Grassroot and it's been a while and we've waited and we've been busy in making GG quickies you can check out that check that out on YouTube and this is a big one as you would have uh, read the, the the thumbnail the title it's Barcelona and Valencia what's going on uh, over there and obviously Barcelona's uh, problems are way up the charts on the news we all know about Messi situation as well and valencia is valencia's problems are not that much covered i don't know why they are a huge club but we have taken the uh, what we say mantle to talk about them and uh, with me here as always hi vedant yes hi agnish and i think uh, today's episode might uh, be a bit sad and not uh, you know entertaining or exciting yeah We're yeah going to talk about the two Spanish clubs who are in, uh, I, I wouldn't say Barcelona are in quite a crisis as much as Valencia, but yeah, Barcelona are in quite a mess at the moment. And we'll be talking about uh, those two teams, whatever's happening, whatever's happened recently and what the future might hold. So I think we should begin with uh, Barcelona, I think, because that's the trending uh uh, trending thing recently with uh, all that's happened with Messi and then we'll conclude with Valencia because that's quite a big issue right now. Yes, yes. So, yes. So, before moving, uh, we were talking and Vedan pointed out about the uh, COVID situation. So, I would just like to say that maybe this is the new normal and people tend to get uh, normal or things uh, tend to get normalized quite soon and we we are thinking that everything is back but i think there are a lot of people outside still struggling still recovering some are not lucky enough to recover and covid is still out there and even if we see these players hugging and uh, celebrating with each other there's a huge process going on pre match and post match so yeah. please do not yeah so please do not replicate it in any way possible please follow the government guidelines even though you hate your government we all do we all get a kick out of it, but you need to follow what they are saying. Uh, so, yeah, on that note, let's uh, talk about Barcelona first. So, we'll not go into the uh, board members or presidential thing because we have talked about it. So, let's start with the messy situation because this is a hot topic and we can grow from this situation. So, yeah, uh, yeah like, like we said... Like the- yeah. Messi is like uh, Rhea Chakraborty from uh, for yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and, and for the first time this was every season this was the question but finally Messi has said something about leaving and that's why it's just internet has been crashed the hearts of many Barcelona fans uh, has been crashed so like people yeah. can't believe it. Uh, like it's, it's like people say, people not believing we landed on moon. Like people yeah. still denying that. So it's kind of flat like that. Earthers. Yeah, flat earthers as well. Yeah. So uh, you said Messi wouldn't leave, but apparently he is. What are your thoughts? Okay, so yeah. So uh, let's just uh, start. Yeah, you said how it broke the internet and Messi is like, the word, the hashtag uh, Messi has officially been um, used more then hashtag coronavirus and almost all the clubs just and this is not just limited to football 
like even kolkata night riders the baseball teams like the nfl teams the nba teams everyone is posting on twitter about how they want messi and how they have signed messi or something like that so this has become a global issue uh, in the world of sports you could say and uh, yeah we as you said we hear about this every year like no transfer window no year is complete without the rumor of <clears throat> ronaldo rejoining manchester united or uh, messi leaving so when when uh, this initially started like people were saying uh, there were reports that messi wants to leave everyone just ignored it because it uh, was the normal it has become normal now for everyone to see messi uh, the rumors of messi leaving and then him signing a new contract at barcelona so no one took it seriously at first but when uh, i think i i believe uh, when fabrizio romano tweets uh, anything like he's the most credible uh, source out there so when he tweeted about it i was like shit it's really happening this time <laughs> like yeah. when uh, ronaldo left madrid uh, no one actually uh, you know believed it at uh, first sight like he is actually leaving and the same was with, uh, with messi because uh, i mean no matter what uh, we discussed it in the last uh, episode i think uh, I, like how uh, messi would stay loyal in all of this and wouldn't leave which i still think is will happen but i think uh, when everyone heard messi is leaving like the internet broke and it was i think uh, at 12 or 1 at night and that day i decided to sleep early but all of this happened and i was awake till 3 or 4 uh, waiting for the confirmation and uh, everything but it uh, sadly didn't happen hasn't happened yet we'll have to wait some more but yeah uh, people were saying uh, uh, like almost everyone right now is saying that messi told barcelona he wants to leave because it would uh, trigger uh, their president bartomeu to resign uh, because of all that is happening we have often talked about this issue like how the management is ruining the ruining the club and everything and some uh, reports have come in which are saying that bartomeu will resign if messi stays so i i mean we'll just have to wait and see what happens but to be honest bartomeu resigning won't completely i think won't completely change the situation of course it will help barcelona a lot like 80 to i would say 90% but just because bartomeu is resigning doesn't mean the other board members which have been a part of uh, been a culprit of all of this mess are resigning as well they are going to uh, remain at the club and everything so i think until the 20 the next uh, the elections which are next year and uh, a, a complete revamp of the board i would say uh, i think that's what everyone wants that what uh, every barcelona fan wants and i think that's what messi deep down wants too but uh, yeah, everyone's yeah. yeah so uh, i was just coming to uh, like how messi leaving the club uh, everyone is saying how messi leaving the club would you know uh, destroy Barcelona because already it's in a like it's a disaster out there and how Messi in decline yeah to be honest i think we should not just look at the bad side the negative side of it i would like to uh, talk about how it would imp- have a positive impact on Barcelona pre Messi era of course it's not going to be uh, a quick thing it will uh, take time <clears throat> but it could result in a new Barcelona because 
or ever since Neymar left in I think 2015 or 16, for four to five years, I would say this and I would stand by it that Barcelona have lost their identity as a club. Uh, it everyone just talks about Barcelona as if uh, like all they say is Messi is carrying the club and Messi be- has become bigger than the club. And like all, everyone always says that how uh, you know Barcelona, uh, Barcelona since ever since Neymar left, Barcelona haven't been the same. And it's Messi who's keeping the club alive. Without Messi, Barcelona would uh, be you know be not finish in the top four and stuff like that. So I think of of the biggest positive from this from Messi leaving would be that Barcelona find their identity as a top European club again. and uh, that would benefit that club and the fans of course out of it i think what also triggered messi's decision was the way other players were also being treated because in press conference i think bartomeu said that these are the players i want to keep and these are the players i want to sell yeah yeah and it, it has just been come down so poorly even pk saying that he will he will uh, you know come down from the position to give others chance and uh, they have been insulted because you know there there've been criticism obviously from fans but in these moments the players expect that their management actually supports them even though you know they might be sold but they are not blamed uh, after you know what happened and uh, yes we can say that uh, players are at fault after uh, you know after this disastrous result but still uh you know you can't just blame your players and you can't just say publicly that you know i don't want them and we are going to sell them so i think that also triggered the way barcelona is because you know barcelona was this classy outfit you know before maybe before they before they won the champions league with the front three msn they were yeah. these classic uh club who managed to pull out some greats from their academy managed to buy some classy players and you know do all with sophistication and that has also now just gone and uh, you know and yes so this might be a a thing where messi's agent also says that you know you need to stick up with your uh, fans and your players and you need to address what's going on and talk about how bartomeu is actually ruining the club because even though uh whatever happens you you are going to get something out of it because you you would either change a club obviously which you don't want as as messi you don't want that but it's not going to ruin your career you are just standing up for something right so you know that might also have the okay, case and uh yeah so moving on i think the positives yes i think as you said that barcelona could establish themselves a club a great club without messi Yeah. but to do that as well you need that sort of management i yeah. think with when messi is gone yeah so just to complete that when messi is gone if messi messi goes out i think there is no one to actually even though they have some stars griezmann dembele yeah. but if your management is no and we have seen that time and time again when you have players but your ma- team your management up there the hierarchy is so unorganized or so you know like even what happened with real madrid yeah. uh yeah so that that sort of thing will happen with you 
and that is just that we need to address that even though they it might be something positive but it it has to be a huge process where a precedent is changed yeah yeah uh yeah and uh, you talked about uh, the change in management and uh, it will take uh, some time yeah of course but uh, as you said uh, about the other players like they are uh, stars but not like of course no one can carry a club like messi has for uh, the past few years but uh, see if messi leaves if, and uh, of course suarez is also leaving they are the highest paid players at the club so the change like the change would start by you know rebuilding their wage structure uh, in the beginning and then uh, of course the management if bartomeu does uh, resign and the management changes see the club's old ideologies which were lost under bartomeu might uh, come back they will uh, change their transfer policy uh, bring in young players and not the older players and not splash out uh, 100 million every time they want to buy a player and they can focus more on the academy as you said like before uh, uh, bartomeu or before messi they had this uh, la masia like they still have it but they produce gems out of them like javi iniesta even messi is from that academy as we all know and so yeah the, they will they can focus more on the academy uh, their transfer policy will change the wage structure will improve and slowly like it will take a lot of time of course but slowly a change will start a rebuild will start but but lo- lot of the things you are basing that on is what if like or if you are you are basing it basing that on if i am i am i am completely with you when you say that this might be changed but to bring that change yeah. you need that sort of management you need bartomeu to go and if he is going to leave maybe this might be the best for him to leave but i don't think he he would resign because that would be just a uh, you know uh, i think yeah. these sort of high 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 uh, uh, position uh, politicians i i would say that it's uh, what would he do i mean you can't just uh, accept publicly that yeah you lost against your own player and you're going to now resign bec- uh, for him to stay Yeah. or something because he he is deny, he is going to deny that whatever is happening it's not because of him so it's still going to continue and that would happen only next year that would happen and they need a solid manager for that they need a committee which is deciding the transfers which they want which would be right and it it's not involving some of the old players or it's not involving the the whole it should be completely restructured right now and then that will happen and yeah so that that is the only way i think and it's it it needs i think even if barcelona would go under rebuild i still think that they would need messi for a couple of years to actually reach that level and when he leaves they are still in that level yeah so uh, you talked about the being a good manager i'll come to that later but uh, talking about uh, your point uh, like uh, bartomeu won't resign because he's a like a politician in short and those guys with that much of power don't accept defeat they always blame others as we very well know because we live in india but that's not the point i think <laughs> <laughs> yeah so see uh, right now uh, the pressure is tremendous on bartomeu like from the fans and from everyone at the club because uh, because of this messi situation i read that uh, some of their board members have already resigned that the ones who actually had some bra- footballing brain uh, have resigned 
and see messi is not the type of guy we we all know he's uh, he doesn't speak much he he's not the type of guy who would uh, go in the press conference like pk did and talk about these issues publicly like he would uh, blame barcelona mm-hmm. or something like that yeah, so sure. being the uh, soft uh, or uh, you know being he is somewhat similar to dhoni and what he did was uh, you know it's just the type of thing messi would do he just sent a fax he sent a fax okay uh, to the club and uh, this was just a move for uh, you know i think the move all whatever messi did it was more about uh, bringing about a change at the club right now before the season starts because even he knows that 2021 is still a year away and messi being at the peak of his i, I want to say peak at the he's nearing the peak of his powers he's 33 now and uh, you know his career is not going to last that much long as ronaldo's has or zlatan's has because of the uh, physicality i think but uh, nearing at the peak of his powers another year wasted under this management another year of going trophyless is just not what he wants at this time so of course mm-hmm. he goes out and he tells uh, the club that he's leaving and this is indirectly the, uh, for the club to say that just stay the for the president to resign to bring about a change in management and convince messi that he he can he should stay uh, at the club so yeah this was uh, uh, bartomeu i think because the pressure from the fans of course is tremendous because you can uh, expect fa- uh, you saw what uh, fans did. i don't i want to say fans people uh, did to edward ward's house they set it on fire and this was just because of transfers now imagine if a guy like yeah. messi a god basically yeah. a god of barcelona leaves and the guy in charge is doing nothing about it you can imagine what the fans would do to him the pressure on him from fans from people at the club is tremendous i think he would have to give in because even he knows he can't win the uh, 2021 elections so why not uh, he can even use uh, this excuse like you know i i resigned because of messi i wanted uh, the club to have messi and you know stuff like that so yeah that was about uh, bartomeu but talking about the manager uh, we talked about pep yeah yeah just just before that just before that yeah uh, addressing the technicality I, i'm hearing that also that uh, messi has this clause of uh, you know uh, of a free transfer whenever he wants yeah. to leave but barcelona is arguing that due to the unconventional circumstances you can't actually uh, open that clause because the season for us is actually started or actually finished I, something like that like it's it's yeah, something like that and that's uh, why Bar- actually the uh, clause in his contract was that he can uh, move like he can have a free transfer before june 10th and because uh, initially uh, when we did not know about the covid situation the season would have finished and the transfer window yeah, would yeah. have started but as june is finished now they are saying that uh, we won't let you go on a free transfer and they want the release clause which is 700 million uh, pounds and no club like uh, i think we'll have to no. sell two to three clubs for uh, getting uh, that amount of money <laughs> so he is arguing yeah. that there is some other clause uh, because uh, the season ended now so the clause should be extended or something like that as you said the argument it is uh, still going on and barcelona want uh, money but messi and i think even messi uh, would uh, i think he uh, he has this uh, view that if he is going to leave 
he will give the club uh, something in return so that uh, they won't have to uh, they will have some money to buy a replacement or something like that but it won't be 700 million of course uh, close to 100 or 150 million so we will see what happens about that uh, let's just talk about uh, the manager yeah, yeah. i think manager yeah yeah uh, we talked about uh, javi we talked about pep we talked about pochettino the one guy we didn't talk about ended up being the manager uh, ronald koeman uh, and i think he took a big risk a huge risk uh, because see nadal he was the manager of netherlands and they hadn't qualified for the world cup uh, and the euro 2016 euro order 2018 uh, world cup as well but under him uh, he did a you know a complete rebuild at netherlands what he uh, is going to do in barcelona like he brought this new generation of younger players he totally uh, excluded the older legends like uh, van persie robben and uh, like all those uh, the coit or uh, all of those players he bought in this uh, young generation and they qualified for uh, the euro but he like just before the euro i think uh, it's not more than 5 to 6 months away now no i think it, yeah it's in uh, next year but 8 to 10 months he left and now if it doesn't work out at barcelona if uh, he doesn't uh, you know live up to the expectations of the management and they do sack him i think uh, he will end up regretting a lot uh, of this uh, decision of his but point out another positive uh, of if messi leaves torres leaves griezmann has the chance for a revival because uh, uh, he hasn't been able to do much due to uh, being played out of position and koeman played a system of 433 at uh, netherlands with uh, depay uh, he used him as a false nine and i think griezmann could fit that role very perfectly because uh, he is uh, he is more like uh, you know involved in the build up and he could play false nine very well uh, and with uh, you know he had de jong at uh, netherlands and he will have de jong here at barcelona and he will make him the star of that uh, midfield like uh, more focus on him around uh, him uh, i think he will just uh, you know go back to basics uh, with a 433 and you know start from scratch and i see uh, all of these things work out in komen's favor and this is post messi of course because uh, with griezmann there they can have dembele coutinho or they can sign a replacement uh, for messi with the money they get and they can have him on the wings and even uh, with pianic diong and coutinho returning in that midfield i think he has a great squad to build on and uh, with time of course the squad will change the older players will go the youngsters from the academy will come in so yeah as we talked about the positive side this is uh, a big positive of course uh, if messi leaves koman uh, can implement uh, his system and barcelona can uh, get on track again yeah and and what i don't want is that he tries to build something this season and immediately is sacked or i don't know you know replaced when the whole a uh, presidential thing changes yeah and he is replaced but if he does a good job if he manages to you know still go out for that title and finish somewhere in the champions league in the semis or even play the final because as you said uh, there are still great names because we we haven't seen them yet we haven't seen coutinho griezmann dembele perform yeah. uh, at that level but they they are still huge names to have and even in midfield i think uh 
uh, yes, Busquets is quite old, but he still does the job. And yeah. I think what his job is, he started that under even under Pep Guardiola, where he was the stopper, but he was also uh, a player who actually had that vision to get the get the move going, get the counter going, or get the uh, passing going. And he still does that. I uh, I think Vidal and Rakitic would be replaced, and he he would have uh, some some money to. Uh, buy a few players, but I just think that Barcelona should, um, you know, resolve this issue as soon as possible. Because if they if they still play with it till October when the transfer window ends, and they don't have anyone to actually bring in what Coman wants, because this is this is something Coman would also want. He he, I don't think he is happy to just sit around and just see what's what goes on and just you know manage whatever. Uh, the season is and this season is just about not giving anything and not giving attention to whatever Barcelona does. I don't think he wants that. He would he would say that you know this is probably the biggest uh, managerial uh, position I have got I've gotten in my career because yeah. I think yeah he managed Southampton before this and I don't think he was anywhere uh, in the level of managing a team like Barcelona and I I, I think he if he does a good job I think. He he should not get a sack because, um, or he should at least continue. Maybe that's for the next season. So, yeah. So moving on from this all manager and Messi yeah, we'll, and everything. Yeah, we'll uh, just yeah. moving on. Uh, to before moving on to Valencia, we'll just end it with uh, the ultimate question. Uh, that everyone has. <laughs> yeah, I I wanted to skip that actually, but no, yeah. No, we, we we'll talk about it. <laughs> I'll give you some time to think. I'll I'll just say what I yeah. uh, think is going to happen. Uh, in my opinion, I think uh, Messi will stay and the Barcelona will resign. Uh, at the, like at Barcelona, and uh, yeah, because see, uh, from my point of view, if you are at a club uh, since your childhood, I think he was at Barcelona at La Masia since he was thirteen, and he had that contract on a napkin signed. And like if you're at a club since that age, and if you are not getting a farewell before, uh, you know he's practically a god, as I said, for uh, those fans and everyone in Barcelona. See, he is not going to get a farewell because of uh, COVID nineteen and everything. Uh, his last game is like uh, we all know how extreme uh, the Messi haters or you know people who think Ronaldo is better and stuff like that get uh, when it comes to this. So all this they are going to say it's uh, Messi uh, left Barcelona after losing eight to eight two to Bayern, and I don't think uh, Messi wants uh, that game to be remembered as his last game for the club. And even the season they finished, they went trophyless, and going like leaving trophyless would uh, I don't think he would want even that uh, to happen. So I think I I, I don't know maybe might he might move. Uh, but uh, even if he does, there are a lot of complications. I read uh, something about uh, if he does move to City, like everyone is saying, uh, he will get a ban. He can't play for six months or uh, something like that. I don't know if that, that's true. But I would uh, like to think it is because of the complications and all of the money involved uh, in this uh, thing. So I think uh, he would end up staying at uh, Barcelona and Bartomeu will uh, resign and he will, I don't know, will be a part of this rebuild. 
I think I think uh, Barcelona and Messi would would simply run out of time to get to any decision, and I think Messi will stay because of that because they would they would just delay it because yeah as you said even Messi would like to under no uh, under normal circumstances obviously he wouldn't like to leave Barcelona and as you said that you know you don't want to be remembered. uh as uh, like you know playing the last game for your childhood club a uh, 8 to defeat so so yeah i think i think both of them the club and messi want to have this union continued but yeah, yeah they would they, they there will be rifts and everything but they would run out of time to uh, get to any conclusion bartomeu could resign if the protests continue and i think barcelona would be since the a copa del rey final hasn't been played yet so maybe they they would be they uh, would they play super copa espania against real madrid no they are like we have uh, to confirm they're not, in, they're not in the final uh, I, yeah I but because 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 copa del rey hasn't been played and there's no winner for copa del rey usually the second team which finishes in the league plays yeah. if if uh, yeah so we have no, to actually, confirm that uh, yeah we uh, i read about it uh, like bo- the both the teams in the final uh, i just can't uh, remember the names i think it's vrr no 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 it's actually bilbao versus i think sociedad yeah so, so both of them yeah so both of them uh, because it's a huge deal for uh, both of those clubs yeah, yeah, barcelona yeah. almost win it every year so they uh, they themselves uh, both of the clubs agreed to postpone the final because they wanted to play it in front of their fans and celebrate the victory with their fans and it's understandable because it's a, a trophy for them after all which they don't uh, usually win so yeah they had themselves uh, decided to play when uh, the fans and everything will be allowed in the stadiums yeah so so that's that's again a question about if if the super copa is also postponed the last season super copa played in almost about uh, after mid season of this yeah. new season but maybe yeah so but i'm just saying that if if barcelona do become a part of it somehow because it has to pl- be played and they kind of win it and this could be i think that could also trigger the move because he would say that i've won now and i would want to leave now so yeah but i think messi will stay yeah so that's yeah. the end of debate and uh, sorry city fans and pep guardiola i don't think this is happening so please don't make a big deal out of it and think that your club is big enough yeah to uh, if it's not uh, even the relevant club in uh, manchester yeah but, uh, we'll talk we'll, yeah. i think we'll talk about uh, how this move is not as great as everyone thinks it is uh i think we'll talk about it uh, sometime later because uh, it's taking up a lot of time and we need to uh, focus more on valencia another club uh, with uh, owner issues and uh, they are in big, deep deep financial trouble and everything so uh, like uh, i think uh, uh, i would just like to begin it with uh, more than i think more than 1000 fans gathered outside the stadium earlier this month even despite uh, this corona pandemic and everything and uh, they held banners uh, saying rest in peace valencia and uh, all of them were sort of there to mourn the uh, a, you know, i think a metaphorical death of their uh, club 
and i think this should tell everyone how serious the situation right now there is because even their captain uh, and uh, their club legend you could say he is also i think one of the best midfielders in la liga uh, dani parejo he moved to vrl for free their club captain moved to their rivals for free and even the former yeah. arsenal midfielder uh, kokelan uh, who was a fan favorite he moved to the same club for uh, 5.8 even million even rodrigo i think even rodrigo is now at leeds united yeah the yeah even he moved to leeds so and he they are moving for uh, like fees of very minimal amount like 5.8 million for kokelan is absolutely nothing yeah yeah exactly and um well let's address it from uh, i think the beginning yeah. of the story and uh, whatever i read is that the uh, valencia was actually under debt uh, long before their new owner which uh, i think his peter name lim. is uh, peter lim yeah peter, peter lim. lim yeah yeah so yeah. i think when he took over and valencia valencia are still in debt and the whole saga actually started with this plan he came out with in i think 2015 or something just one year after he took yeah. over and uh, his plan was that to in order to sustain as a club and in order to pay off debts and still be a, a club which is challenging he said that we have to qualify for the champions league every season in the next 10 years yes and we have to sell one or two players every season which from the fans perspective is not ambitious when your owner is saying that you have to like you know we have to sell these players and like they did with one mata and david silva and you know even david via yeah uh, earlier on yeah so he said that and uh, valencia failed to qualify for the champions league and they qualified two years i think under marcelino who was sacked by the way after winning the copa del rey last season uh, last season as in last to last season not this season yes but yeah so, yeah, so i, I just uh, think that the yeah so uh, coming to your point uh, like uh, you said uh, see valencia hadn't won a trophy in i think 11 years uh, be- before they won the copa del rey and they won the copa del rey i think they defeated barcelona and when they won the first trophy in the uh, in 11 years the uh, their owner peter lim didn't even say congratulations to the manager or the players he wasn't a bit happy about it because as you said his main focus was qualifying for the uh, champions league and he i don't know he somehow thought that uh, focusing on the copa del rey focusing on winning a trophy would uh, you know uh, uh, hinder uh, their hopes of qualifying for the champions league because uh, their focus would be here and uh, they would not uh, be more focused on qualifying uh, in finishing in the top 4 he sacked uh, the manager after uh, some issues between them and then the manager appointed after him uh, he he was also sacked because of the same situation they weren't uh, they were in weren't in the top four uh, place and he was actually the sixth manager to be sacked since uh, he took over in 2014 so that six managers sacked in six years which is like sacking yeah. a manager and every year yeah, yeah. 
yeah and between that there was gary nahi sorry uh, there was phil neville as well between that list so it's yeah, quite gary surprising to gary neville or yeah. phil neville who who actually no, no, gary, gary managed neville. yeah he failed neville, yeah. he failed miserably uh, there but yeah. Uh, yeah we'll uh, focus on valencia here so uh, yeah. like before uh, just to give you a context of uh, marcelino before marcelino or dani parejo or coquelin uh, arrived valencia had failed to finish in the top half of la liga even in the top half for uh, two seasons before they arrived but under them they finished uh, top four they won the copa del rey but still the guys sacked them and uh, so uh, allowed parejo to leave on a free and then uh, even sold coquelin uh, for that um, uh, that kind of amount and even uh, ferran torres uh, left for manchester city as you uh, might have as you everyone almost knows and he is quite a brilliant player with a lot of potential he's very young and uh, the main reason for uh, him to leave was because the owner wasn't paying attention to the expectations that he had uh, put into his uh, contract uh, renewal like his contract was coming to an end and because parejo had left he wanted to become the club captain like uh, atletico madrid had done with uh, fernando torres at quite a young age and uh, there were other demands as well but the owner just did not care about them and uh, so ferran torres uh, decided to leave and even uh, ezequiel garay uh, was uh, in, i think he played for four seasons there but the club did not uh, offer him a renewal and he was treated quite unfairly there and he was uh, sold later i think so and yeah and yeah. this season uh, so talk this was just about the past but talking about this season uh, they have finished ninth they have uh, failed to qualify for uh, what the owner so desperately wants and even their sporting director now has uh, announced his uh, resignation so i they are in a deep deep uh, crisis as we already mentioned and this is not just for the players or everything they are in a financial crisis and the main reason for all of this to happen is that uh, they just haven't been able to handle their finances quite well they even released a statement uh, on saying so they have uh, they are for, they have been forced to regi- uh, reduce their own annual budget by 40% uh, this season and they have of course uh, forced to let go of uh, these players which included parejo because they were on a lot of wages and because of uh, that now i don't think their main focus would be signing more players because uh, they their 12 12 of their uh, main squad like the main 18 are up for sale and as we already mentioned uh, even rodrigo has left and even kevin gamero and a lot of uh, other players are uh, yeah. up for, up for sale as well and uh, about their uh, salary issue the club has given the players iou notes uh, which basically means that uh, they won't be getting their salaries right now but uh, they the salaries will be paid but it will be delayed and the deadline of those notes is september 2021 which is like 15 months without salaries for the players so if you're a player at valencia right now and the transfer season is open why would you uh, be 15 yeah you would like to get yeah it's basically like being unemployed for uh, 15 months and you know doing everything and they are uh, even it's worse than unemployed. doing everything you can but not yeah. getting paid 
yeah and uh, even that is not guaranteed so why would why won't you think of moving to some other club and getting paid for uh, your uh, services yeah yeah and i think what made fans more aggravated is that if you are selling all these stars and beloved players at least sell them for money which can be used later on Uh, I mean, Cochlean. Even though he failed at Arsenal, I think he had made a quite a name for himself in that Valencia side. And I think, I think anyone would go for at least twenty million for him. Even Ferran Torres, uh, say like people are saying that he was massively underpaid by City, yeah. and he, yeah, and Parejo leaving for free is just uh, considered to be one of the best in that position, as you said. Uh, so. that is what is aggravating and the problem lies in the uh, what the owner also wants because the owner actually peter lim uh, pushed a uh, pushed i think too much because look yeah. when a club is in debt i can agree uh, that was what atletico madrid did uh, before they were now they are now stable but if you remember they also sold quite a number of players just playing for them for one or two seasons remember falcao and yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. fernando torres aguero and even even in recent times hernandez and even but right now they are quite stable to hold on to these players and they uh, if if atletico madrid were about two or three seasons ago atletico madrid arsenal would have gotten thomas party for much less and they wouldn't so much force uh, arsenal to pay that 50 million price tag you know they would just sell him for whatever he is. and i think that strategy is good when you inherit a club which is uh, actually in debt and which actually in 2004 i heard that the new president uh, who was elected actually managed to uh, go to jail for uh, kidnapping the previous president so i was just i was reading that and i think what what yeah did, did you read that piece i i was just surprised no, about I, what was came to know about this now and that's very like pretty funny like what lens these guys go yeah. to just to get that uh, job or whatever and remember valencia did play in the champions league they were in the final as well they are a huge club they are they're yeah. not just you know and, and it it's going to hurt valencia fans to see sevilla win europa leagues atletico madrid reach the finals reach uh europa league finals and win win them of course atletico madrid have won twice in this yes uh era and as as a club so they would be angered by the strategy and coming back to it i think what he wanted was a stable stable sort of financial situation which is which was for 10 years and it's almost about just 5 years now if that plan would have worked valencia would have been in much greater you know financial condition they would be much stable but of course the ambition wouldn't have been there and what went wrong is that he pushed too much to that top four and i read that uh, when valencia was actually were actually playing the uh, knockout stages of copa del rey they were actually 10 points behind in uh, the top four race so probably it the rift would have started there where marcelino would have said that you know i, I would manage that just we haven't this is the chance when valencia 11 years no trophy and this is a, we have the confidence we can win that yeah. and the owner is preferring champions league but uh given that 
you know looking at the owner's side uh you don't want to lose money of course that's one thing you you don't want to just go in and invest in a football club and lose money every season because yeah. winning the title and this would have been a great uh, era for valencia because of the madrid rebuild and barcelona rebuild because they are in shambles and real madrid yes they won the league title but they are nowhere at the top of what they were Yeah. So I think this this was the chance for uh, teams like Atletico Valencia to win and grab one title, which would which would make their fans happy for the next ten years. But that, they have failed, and for that you need to invest in your squad, you need to retain your players. But that was not even there. So he was somewhere in the middle. He 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 was somewhere where he thought that qualifying for the Champions League season on season would just grab him that kind of money, and he would pay off the debts. And who knows what happens. uh uh you know uh, after that but you can't just go in and plan that because uh, the given that apart from madrid and barcelona um and atletico madrid now but considering sevilla bilbao atletic bilbao uh, real sociedad and even getafe granada there there's all sort of teams who are actually good enough to compete with valencia yeah so you can't just go in there and expect that so i think that is that is what went wrong and in, and the rift between the fans even more increased when the owner's daughter petelim's daughter yeah, uh, i think commented yeah yeah so uh, she tweeted that it's don't you get it it's our club we can do whatever we want yes and uh, for that i would just like to say for any investor or any company owner if you are going and buying a sports franchise for just making money or just considering it as asset as an asset to your huge empire please don't do it because because fans and players put heart and soul in it and losing money finishing second and losing money is fine because you can actually get you know it's a process it's not season on season it's a process of 5 to 6 years building something and yeah you can't just do that and break your fans heart because people actually consider in europe at least uh, consider their football club as a family member over there yeah and uh, yeah as you uh, said about the daughter tweeting that uh, like i think uh, everything with the fans they were in the financial uh, crisis but with the fans everything it reached a boiling point after uh, she made that comment i mean i think as a fan the last thing you want from your owners when your club is in such a mess is for them to say that they can do whatever uh, she actually said they can do whatever they want with the club and then she said that no one can say anything i mean they can do whatever and the fans yeah. should <laughs> not be protesting so i think as a fan that's the last thing you want to hear and uh, uh, i think that uh, goes I, democracy as well so <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and uh, i can't say i relate completely with the valencia fans because my club is not in that sort of a mess but with the owners thing i can completely understand the situation because the glazers are uh, i think as i i wouldn't say yeah they are as worse as maybe yeah, yeah they they, yeah. Are, they are the same i they don't come out publicly and say things like these but they are ruining the ruining the club they have uh, they haven't cleared the debt they had they have increased their it they are the only owners uh, taking money out the out of the football club 
uh, in Europe's top five leagues, and the things go on and on. But I think we should focus more on uh, Valencia here. And you know, like as a fan, when uh, as you said about uh, clubs like Valencia and Atletico Madrid uh, t- taking advantage of this opportunity when Madrid and Barcelona are going through a rebuild right now. I think I would say that Valencia is what Spain's fourth biggest club right now. You could say because of their history, and they only uh, come behind Madrid, Barcelona, and Atletico Madrid. I would say they are even bigger than Sevilla uh, because of uh, uh, the they played in the Champions League final. They have had a lot of legends playing for them, and for Spain's fourth biggest club to you know have twelve of their first team players. Like imagine twelve of your first team players being put up for sale and a lot of them going for free to your rivals and then your own players not getting paid and as a fan if you have to go through all of that for you you don't even know when all of this would be sorted and how it's going to be sorted uh, i think it's just really sad and uh, because of the barcelona situation i think this is going under the radar but the valencia situation needs to be talked about uh, more and more uh, i think everyone needs to be aware of what these uh, guys are facing because we often whine uh, even i am complaining a lot about united not signing players while arsenal chelsea and everything are signing but uh, i think that's just uh, you know, nothing as compared to what these guys are going through at the moment so yeah and you know, what valencia have now appointed uh, javi garcia the watford boss yeah, yeah. as their manager yeah and he has i i think the situation is kind of hopeless for him at the moment i mean what can you do when the your main team has, is leaving and uh, you know the owners are not going to back you the fans have lost hope in the club as a manager what can you do to uh, you know just bring faith like have convince the fans to have some faith in the club to support it because even he doesn't have a really good cv for him uh, to make yeah, the yeah. fans believe in for a trophy or anything like that and he knows all of the promises he makes right now are not going to be fulfilled like he can say they will finish in a top 6 place or in the top half but it's not practically possible for them so i think uh, it's a really hopeless situation for the manager and uh, the fans uh, i don't know what they're going to do will they st- i think the loyal ones will of course stick by the club but yeah 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 i think that's about it i don't know what how they're going to solve the situation and yes yes what, it yeah it is sad really and i was browsing through valencia's pages and you know to, uh, like watching uh, the comments and the fans really look sad because because you can't just you know maybe the the owner owner side is that what good is a bankrupt club for you like do you want our club to go bankrupt and go out of existence or whatever i am doing is i'm saving the club but the problem started with him and uh, again need to understand that you know uh, making a stable club who are earning financially uh, and even in these situations you need that is a process of about 5 years where some some seasons you don't quite qualify for the champions league but under a boss like marcelino who was looking i i i thought that after winning the copa del rey uh, maybe this was valencia's chance to actually 
you know step up and finish our third maybe maybe second and you know they because they had a budget of about a champions league team and uh, he qualified right so sacking him because he was because he had some other plans but he did whatever you wanted him to do and then sacking him was just a bad decision now that has led uh, to this and uh, i just hope that they somehow recover uh, again this is a this is a problem where i am just sad that when when sports franchises not just football yeah. but any sports faces uh, you know administrative administration problems or managerial problems management problems uh the passion and the emotions which flow matter nothing like they 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 don't bring your club back and it's just yeah. sad that when when something you know comes in between sports yeah and it's and, even more uh, sad when uh, like it, it's we can understand if the players are not performing and uh, you know it's uh, because they don't have good enough players and the club is like not qualifying for the champions league and that's the reason they are not uh, you know uh, getting success or something like that but when an owner who's not interested in the club takes over and because of him a historic club i would say like valencia such a big club in spain has to face these problems it is more sad when something like this happens due to these businessmen or whatever you would like to uh, call them when the these guys do such sort of things it as a spo- as a football fan it's it hurts us because it's like uh, some an outsider coming into our sport and then taking yeah, yeah. something from uh, there you know and I, i i think i just hope that valencia don't get relegated because the chances are high of that happening yeah yeah and even malaga malaga was a big club is a big club yeah was relegated and that would even vrl actually uh before about 5 6 seasons who were playing in that segunda division so i i i i hope that it doesn't happen with valencia and i think i think fifa 22 from fifa 22 they should actually add a crappy management sort of difficulty level where you are where even when you are you know in your rebuild there is some sort of uh, crappy management and uh, people are denying you whatever transfers you want and all i think that would be more realistic yeah. uh, and current and um, uh, current to the situation what's going on because a lot of the clubs are now having those sort of problems uh, apart from few clubs uh, i think many are having man- management problems and we talked about that uh, i think even blackburn and uh, bolton and so many others uh, suffer because of that i think yeah it's time to end uh we are with valencia fans we hope that they get justice the club gets justice the stadium which is the mastella that stadium also gets justice because it has been home for valencia for so many years yes. uh we don't want to see that stadium uh you know half empty because valencia are playing in the second division so Yeah, let's hope, and uh, we will see you again. Would you like to end this one, Vedan? No, I think you should do it. 
come on you have to do it once and you somehow i don't want to end this uh, because you, this is too you know, sad i i i'm mess up the name of you know because you have different yeah. names yeah yeah we, we are living in some messy situations so you you can <laughs> do that nice yeah <laughs> yeah and uh, we talked about valencia yeah, i think uh, it will be interesting what uh, happens with uh, messi and barcelona as well and we'll be i think yeah. we'll discuss it in our next episode whenever the entire saga ends so i think yeah that's uh, about it that's full time here and uh, follow us on uh, instagram and uh, twitter our handle is grassroot duo we have started posting on youtube and of course listen to our entire episodes if you can on uh, spotify uh, the name is going grassroot and yeah that's it i think i did it well this time yeah yeah yeah, yeah you did it so until next time